You are now listening to The Jason D'Amico Show. You can bring that mic a little bit closer to you. Okay, how close do I want it necessarily? <laughs> That's good, man. Cool. That works. Yeah, it'll pick you up. <laughs> cool. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to The Jason D'Amico Show. As always, we got a very, very special guest for you today, and this is probably the first extreme sports cat that we've had as far as i know unless there's an artist out there that's been on the program and was just kind of holding it back in the curtains <laughs> i don't know but uh we're looking at at 15 years old this guy was in the junior olympics with the duke university diving club and way before that he was jumping off cliffs and doing insane insane stuff that just I, I can't even do on like a micro micro scale. So I'm really interested to get into the psychology and wiring of this guy. And I've known him for what? Probably 10 years now. Yeah. Pretty close to that for sure. Long time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the magnificent Seth Cullick. <laughs> yeah, man. Good to see you, man. What is up? I'm mean, so stoked to be here. I know we've been this trying to a, do this for a while and it just it just came together yeah. last minute today it's what is it now it's like 7 30 night about four hours ago it's like come on over man let's <laughs> let's, let's it. get it done because if we don't do it now it's it's never gonna happen yeah i know we both travel too much yeah you've been traveling a hell of a lot yeah yeah i try to go on like a trip like once a month yeah so let's let's get into that let's get into the beginning stages of all this. So at age eight, you kind of did your first substantial jump on your own. Yeah. But even before that, I mean, just like talk, walk me through how, how we got here. I mean, man, like my, my mom was always the one that uh, my mom's a stay at home mom. And she kind of urged me to be in sports, you know, from soccer to karate to basketball and all this other stuff. And I just never really um, a gr had a decent, I wouldn't even say good, decent grab at it. Um, and then all of a sudden when I turned eight, my family was fortunate enough to travel to Jamaica and when we, when we went there, um, we went cliff jumping and I, you know, went with the locals actually. And they were like, Hey, listen, you hold your hands together like this in a fist and put it above your head. And that's how you don't break your face. And that's kind of like the only instruction <laughs> I had. It was just like, just do this man and good luck to you. Um, and I did it. I was eight and then yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, it, it's it's really cool. Um, and we can go into it later, but I've actually had a couple of experiences recently when I've been able to travel back to that place and see the people that taught me. It was it's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that that was like more elementary years, just kind of you know family vacation, yeah, getaway, playtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that summer it turned into, um, you know, classic swim club, but I did diving instead. You're off of, you know, you know, bench high diving board into the pool, gotcha. um, doing, you know, simple stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, that catapulted me, um, into, uh, fast forward a little bit into the sixth grade. And, uh, actually one of the junior Olympic coaches was like legitly at my pool and, um, she was, 
uh, hosting another dive meet later that day. I ended up being there anyways. Um, and she literally just pulled up and was like, Hey, listen, here's my card. Here's my number. Like hit me up. Um, I think you got potential. I was just kind of weirded out because I'm, I'm whatever in sixth grade, like 13 or something. Yeah. Right? Something yeah. like that, man. And I am, I just got like handed a business card while I'm soaking wet. In the, <laughs> I just got out of the pool and some girl was like, here's my card. I just went home and I was like, mom, what the heck is this? Looked up her and she's like the training coach at Duke university and called her and the rest is really history. Just started diving slowly um, with the excellent program Duke's got going on and yeah, just developing from there, man. Um, and then, uh, had some off and on like a couple months off, but, uh, really just, um, honed in on diving because I finally had a grip of it. You know, basketball just wasn't working out. I mm -hmm. wasn't big enough for football like my brother was. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, man, I just, that's what I, that's what I understood um, was just air awareness. And I, I just loved airtime, man. That's just what I, what I craved. So when you, like earlier on around this time, it was, it was really just the, the love of it, yeah, right? That absolutely. It always will be, the, man. The feel. Yeah. And it still is, right? Yeah, it's, absolutely. it's like with me and guitar, it, the creative, it, it, it's in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, man. I took a hiatus um, through college. And I didn't do anything during college. And then I basically met these guys <laughs> through social media and was like, okay, can I like come hang out with you guys? Like you guys are just jumping off random cliffs in random places. And like, can I just come hang out? And they're mm -hmm. like, okay, sure. So, you know, four years off, hadn't really done anything. Um, so I was like, okay, let's go do it. And then in California, I was out there working already, met up with some dudes and started jumping cliffs, created a whole community. And uh, that's kind of how I got back into it. I stopped because uh, that's a whole other long story. <laughs> um, but I stopped because it was just, man, it just wasn't fun anymore. You know, really? it, okay. yeah, it just, you know, you had to be, you know, crisp, you know, nice, pretty. And it was like, it was back like diving. Yeah. Like diving, like okay. actual, like, like goal was Olympics kind of thing. Right. Um, and it's just like, you had to be pretty crisp, clean, you know, the whole speed of the whole nine yards right here. It's like a product almost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I, I didn't really enjoy that anymore. And I, when, uh, when I was able to meet up with these guys jumping off of a uh, cliff, not into a pool, but into just water, a body of water that's a river, you know, it became, it reamped the fun into it. It kind of rejuvenated me, should you say, from the whole. Brought you back to the. Yeah, to the, the roots. roots. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Well, so, okay, so high school. You're diving at Duke. So in high school, you're diving at college level, base essentially, even though it was still Junior Olympics. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's huge. You went to school at UNCW. Correct. Um, what was your major again? Accounting. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling it was accounting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And you were the same, correct? Business. Business. Cool. Business. Brad. Um, but you really gravitated towards marketing and sales. Correct. Yep. And I'd love to I'd love to hear your just your thought process on on that and kind of what you were going through. Was it because you were doing sales while in school or maybe just the natural ability 
Yeah, uh, yeah. You and I know that your dad is is just an incredible entrepreneur. Right. So it's probably genetic to a certain degree as well. Yeah. But still, uh, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. So quick note: um, when I was in high school, I transferred. I went to um, I went to all uh, a private school, Cary Christian School, up until eighth grade. I graduated in eighth grade. Then went to public school because my dad wanted me to have experience at a public school before college. Right. Um, and you know, my school was known for two sports, and it was basketball and football. Um, and I'm over here, you know. I don't really lift hardcore, um, and I wear a speedo. <laughs> and uh, these guys, these jocks are walking up like, "What sport do you play?" You know, we're all freshmen, and, and you know, as soon as you get into the freshman year, football starts, and everybody, literally everybody in freshman year, I can think of tried out for football. So there's mm-hmm. all these jocks, and they're like, "What sport do you play?" I'm like, "I'm a diver," and they're like. <laughs> he's a diver and what's funny the reason why I bring that up is it became in ninth grade it became like oh, he's a diver to 10th grade I actually made the paper and it became like oh, he's a diver to like dude like this dude's a freaking diver. Right. Yeah. It was, right. it was just a cool, the attitude like, change real quick. Yeah. It was hype. It was so sick. Um, it's too bad how petty people are, but <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's public school. So yeah, no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, and that's kind of when high school and I actually gained respect for my peers for diving, but, um, going to that sales stuff, um, the sales program that I was doing was directed towards college students. Um, and by that, I mean, you were able to work all summer long, um, and it wouldn't affect your, uh, and you make enough money during the summer where you don't have to work during the school year. So you, gotcha. so you go to school all year long, you know, August till May, um, beginning of May, and then May to August, you work as hard as physically possible to make as much money in this small amount of time. So you don't have to w- focus on that other on um, the rest of the year. Right. Right. Cause right. there's, I, I've always said there's three things. It's seasonal. Absolutely. There's like three things a guy can focus on. It's school, work, and girls. And he can only focus on really two out of three. Yeah, exactly. So during school, you focus on school and girls. In the summer, you focus on work and girls, right? (laughs) So so yeah, and it, it worked out perfect, man. So, and basically I was able to catapult and still I do that, um, catapult my finances to where I can only work seasonally, like you said, and basically be able to adventure the rest of the year and make enough money in that small amount of time and shred my brains out during the small amount of time. Like I'm talking 80 to hundred hour weeks here working and just absolutely just grind it out. My guy, um, just to, you know, three months of hardcore, eight months of peace. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Um, and this, so this started in high school, yeah, that, so, that type of mentality. Um, I've always been hungry, man. But uh, that that mentality of well, I mean the mentality of the the uh, the the cyclical, like three three to tw- the three to nine ratio, or four to 
eight ratio months uh, wise. Right. That started in sophomore year of college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I started in sophomore year of college for okay. sure. Um, nothing really in high school. Um, yeah, I didn't really work in high school because of uh, diving really kind of. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, that that's really interesting. And there's a lot of truth to be said in that. And with sales, it's sink or swim. Absolutely. Yeah. Commission only. Commission only. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about sales a little bit before we get into jumping out of planes and, <laughs> you know, all the stuff that you're doing now, which is just phenomenal. But I feel like there's more overlap here than than what meets the eye. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's, there's a lot of risk. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely. Way. Absolutely. For sure. Um, and I, I've just kind of, um, I don't do things, man, unless I'm going to win. I'm not a gambler for that reason. Right. I, I, when I, when I step up to the plate, <clears throat> I'm going to hit a home run or I'm not going to step up to the plate at all. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, there's, there's reasons why I don't play golf because I'm not going to lose to all my friends that are excellent at golf. I just don't do that. Right. Um, nor do I have the patience for golf. Um, but, uh, so it's really competitive. Absolutely. Okay. Um, for sure, man. Uh, I, I love being top dog. Um, however, I also enjoy being around top dogs to push me as well. Um, but, uh, the, the sales aspect for sure, man, I, I enjoy being a leader. I enjoy, um, hunting, um, for, I, I get back to the, uh, one of my good friends, um, was kind of talking to me about a year and a half ago about just our, our instincts inside, you know, our back in our caveman days when, you know, if you wanted to eat, you had to go outside and go physically hunt you had to for go it. Get it. Absolutely. Like yeah. you can't just go to the store and like in your sweatpants, you know, like what I'm in now, but like you, you can't do that. Like you have to go hunt. And I just enjoy the fact of hunting, whether it be hunting for the next spot to jump or the hunt for, you know, uh, you know, the next sale or the hunt for the next experience. Um, and if it fails, like okay, miss shot, no worries. Next step. You know what I mean? But the hunt is there, man. You have to, you have to be hungry for the hunt. Um, and I think that's what, I think that's what's kind of messed up with our generation is because a lot, a lot of people have the hunting mentality anymore. And it's not necessarily because they don't have the hunting mentality. It's because they haven't found what, what, um, what opens that um, hunger for hunting? They haven't found that uh, uh, itch for hunting. You know what I mean? Like people are stuck. For example, like you, you know, you could be stuck in a cubicle all day and have never touched an instrument, and all of a sudden, like you're like, why am I like not like influenced to like be going hardcore right now? And all of a sudden, you're you know ten, fifteen, and then you pick up an instrument, and that that engages your hunt. You get know what I mean? Um, and I think that's what I just like, I'm really passionate about for, um, for the next generation is what, what engages that hunt inside of you. Um, and that's kind of what I like to preach with others. And this sales is a great way to do it. You know, in everything in life, you're selling yourself, you're hunting, you know, you're selling yourself to your college, you're selling yourself to your girlfriend, right? When you walk up, seriously, when you walk up to the, let's say bar and all of a sudden you're selling yourself. You got to, you know, then when you get her, you're selling yourself to her, your parents, her, her parents, 
right? You're selling yourself to your friends, your maybe fraternity, your friendship group, everything. You're constantly selling yourself. Um, so it's all dissecting that. Um, and that's what I really, I really find interesting is, um, dissecting, um, what everybody's thoughts are, um, and how to physically, I just love hunting, man. Um, yeah, I don't actually love hunting, like, like physically getting out there with a gun. Um, I've actually, I've actually never done that in my entire life. Um, but, uh, yeah, which is kind of ironic, but yeah, man, I just, I, I just love the, I love the hunger. Right, right, yeah. right, and you know it's it's an it's an authenticity aspect because I think there's folks walking around. I think everybody's got that spark, but unfortunately, for whatever reason, a majority of people in this world they they unfortunately they don't they don't cultivate it. Right, they, from, they from don't the find it, man. They don't find it. Yeah. So, um, no, this is good. This is good. Which is what a lot of our, uh, we were talking about early, what a, a lot of our um, mutual, um, uh, a lot of our mutual uh, influencers like Gary V, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. beg you to do is just go freaking experience go, stuff, Go dude. try stuff out. Yeah, man. And yep. like, you know, there's no reason for you to focus on one thing. We can focus on 10. Like you're, you're, we're in our 20s, dude. Like what the heck yes. is going on, man? Now's the time to take risks. Absolutely. Now's is, the time to <laughs> jump on something. Yeah, I mean, literally go on Amazon and and drop a grand on remote camera gear, yeah. which I just did. I mean, none of this is remote. <laughs> it's all in the bags over there from when we were up north this past weekend. But got a great interview because of it. We're going to get hundreds more because because of that investment. Sick. And that's the thing is like people they they don't. I, I just don't think they, they, they are self-aware. If you have like 10% of self-awareness, just 10%, and you keep going down that, that, that path and you find more and find more and find more and you, you just kind of stay focused, eventually, I really believe you're going to get to where you want to be. And again, I just think people aren't, I don't know, they, they have this, and I think we're all guilty of it. Like you have this perception of what you want to be doing, but it may not be really what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, man. For real. You yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Did you experience that at all with the diving and with, like, did you ever, or maybe you stumbled across that with sales where you wanted to be really good at it, but Perhaps it would. It's like it's this push pull thing. It's like the more you relax into something, or the more you just lay back and allow things to happen, they just kind of come to you. Yeah, and you just you just follow the yellow brick road. Yeah, in yeah, a yeah. sense, and this sounds like that's kind of what happened with you to a certain degree. Yeah, dude. I just um, honestly, like within within diving itself, I don't know if I can recall right now like a exact instance that's happened with my life. Right. But I do a lot of that with actual physical diving. Like if I if I stress out during my dive, um like if I when I'm airborne. Well this has got be this has got to be a huge yeah. thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I'm when I'm physically airborne, dude, you can't there's no there's no thinking. There is no thinking going on. So it's just it's just you gotta stay relaxed, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta gotta stay loose, gotta stay relaxed. 
you know, you stay focused, but you stay relaxed. You stay engaged. But like, as soon as you start trying for some reason, like that's not like the best thing to do. Right. You know, like you, I step up to the cliff um, and like you meant like my highest cliff jump to date is 114 feet, which if you've ever seen Red Bull cliff diving, by the way, is 87 feet. So we're talking over 10 stories. Yeah, well, for sure. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, absolutely absurd. So on top of if any of the you or the viewers have seen Red Bull, it's literally 30 feet plus Red Bull height. <laughs> um, so it, you can imagine like when I step up to this 114, I did, you know, you, you look over the edge and you think to yourself, okay, what do I have to do while I'm in the air? But when you step up to the plate, like there is no thinking. There's only execution. So you you're doing mental prep before you even oh dude step hours up. hours hours of, hours of it yeah okay so you guys go uh you find the location right now what's so what what's going on through your your body not so much your mind I mean of course let's talk about it but your body like when you're prepping for this I mean there's got to be some sort of nerves. Right. There has, I mean, yeah. right. There's gotta right. be. Right. Absolutely. Um, How do you combat that, man? Cause I mean, for me, it's like you go out in front of a thousand people and you play and that's, it's not like life or death unless, I don't know, you're so horrible. Somebody has like this mental breakdown. It's just like, yeah. But for you, you know, I mean, this is, you're doing this weekly or yeah. daily yeah. and it's, it's like, th this could be, this could be the last jump. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, with, with, uh, safety aspect involved not and, and other elements uh besides me involved there's a lot of um a lot of safety a lot of safety investigated um i have i have special extender poles that i like will and and fins and and goggles and oh, to check depth and all for that. sure okay. and you know like with uh with the new spot especially um that's never been jumped before that we don't really know um there's probably one or two hours of preparation before a single jump is made okay yeah, uh, you get you get down and dirty into it. You get wet before you want to. You know, you get in there, you swim it around. Um, and honestly, like I don't even take people's word for it. Like if they say it's deep here, like I they're my homies. Don't get me wrong, but it's like this is my life. I'm gonna go see it myself. Wow. Yeah, for sure, man. So when you're when you're doing okay, let's say this. Let, let's walk through the 114 yep. jump. Yep. 114 feet, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the highest to date, right? Correct. So your how much water do you need um so in the, depth think about like a gunshot right so uh when a when a gunshot uh, they say it only travels i don't know how far but the thought process what i'm trying to explain is the faster you're moving the quicker you slow down ah um, uh, gotcha so uh you could be interesting yeah so like maybe when you jump off of a diving board you go maybe 10 12 feet deep or whatever off a regular diving board like you know if you just pencil dive right from your, like your a feet waist touch the height. bottom yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a 12 foot pool or something for sure i got you um uh, the deepest you'll go in my opinion is somewhere in like the 50 60 range because it's um wow like, you'll go deeper at 50 or 60 than you will at 100 because you're booking it too quickly uh, into the water that the I water will stop you okay um but like 50 or 60 50 60 feet yeah jump okay Correct. so 50 60 feet when you hit is, is how, like this is like the sweet spot of like the perfect ratio of like speed to um to entering water ratio that impact. you're that you're quick enough 
where you're still cooking, but you're not quick enough where the water necessarily slows you down immediately. Gotcha. Um, like, and I won't jump anything, um, anything above 10, 15 feet unless it's um, 10, 15 feet deep. Okay. Um, but that's kind of like, I think 15, uh, sorry, 55 ish. I'm wanting like 20 feet deep. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah, for sure. You don't need that much. You know, that's okay. two stories, man. Um, that's two stories, man. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like imagine going oh like. Oh my god, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's so like <sighs> twenty feet deep. But even at a hundred feet, like, I would, I would also like twenty feet deep. But and I won't jump anything less than fifteen feet deep. But like, I'm really going to only use ten of it. Ten yeah. feet. I, at I, want, I would like to use more, but the but the force uh, and the oh and, and the forces God. slow you down so quickly, man. Like there's there's videos of me on my Instagram jumping this one fourteen. You can see how quickly I hit. The, there's not like slow mode or anything like that. Sped up, not cut up. Like you can see how quickly I've entered the water and come up. It's and like you're up. Yeah, man. Like it's pretty dang quick you don't go that this deep. is actually good to know yeah just in case i'm on like a carnival cruise or something on tour and <laughs> things start going south oh okay it's like 80 feet all right seth only need says i need you know dude 15, i, 15, 20, 25 I feet. love places like that the carnival cruise ship because the, the boat underneath is like 15 feet you know if like i'm like if the boats can make it i can definitely make it yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah you don't even have to check <laughs> no, you, don't have to, no yeah. you, you really don't there yeah. yeah especially with those like totally illegal but like high-rise bridges man <laughs> like if both if like if you know cruise boats are driving through it you know like it's deep bro like let me so let me ask you this um i i mean this is hopefully this doesn't come across the, the wrong way but you got a lot of folks that unfortunately they jump off bridges for suicidal reasons right Let's take you, for example. You jump off the same height of, let's say, the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. You're going to survive it. No. No? no because no. of the height? Yeah, or, because okay, of the height. So yeah. there is a threshold. For sure. For sure. Where is that threshold? Um, ask my buddy Travis. He's actually training to break the world record. Um, yeah, it's he's going for... I don't know how high the Golden Gate Bridge is. Is Travis the guy you were talking about earlier? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a good buddy of mine. But okay. he's training... He, he's, it's roughly 200 feet is what he's training for. Um, how do you even train for that? Is um, it just... It's just... It's a lot of... He's done a lot of like 100, 130 footers. Um, but he's, it's really just leg workouts, man, legs and, and abs, just making sure you, you're not going to physically break. Even if you, even if you enter perfectly, you gotta make sure you're not going to crumble. So when you did your one fourteen, right. There was I no, mean, there's no, really no preparation, man. There wasn't, you, you just, you just went, yeah. yeah, you just made a choice and went for it and just said the hell with it. Right. We're just doing this. Touching back on another subject that you said before is like, how do you like, what's, what's the fear factor in it? Like how, <laughs> how do you understand it? Man, listen, um, I, I am always scared and there's an issue if you're not scared. Cause you don't care. Right. You know, like there, it doesn't become an issue of if I'm scared, it's a, it's a, um, and I actually don't, I don't jump if it's high and I don't feel fear. Um, sometimes I won't jump because there's a, there's an issue going on with my head that it's not clicking with the, with the danger here. Interest, dude, that's like really interesting yeah, to me for sure. Like, I mean, there's like 
50, 60 feet, you know, like I, I'll jump any day. Like that's, I don't have to, there's no really fear factor for me right, there. Right. When you get up to like 80, 90 and I'm not feeling anything here and like something's not registering with my mind, I want to take a breather for a second, maybe come back tomorrow trying to like understand it because I want wow. to make sure my emotions understand the consequences. Wow. Yeah, for sure, man. Wow. Um, but uh, if, if there's an, if you're not scared, there's an issue. And that has to do with all the extreme sports. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so this is like a universal thing then in your field for sure, dude. So they, they, they wow, for sure. I mean, dude, like going, I'm a skydiver too. I got about a hundred jumps. Um, and I wanted to get into that. Yeah. 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 Which I'm, uh, there's two different skydiving techniques. There's outdoor, of course, and there's indoor tunnel, wind tunnel fan kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I specialize in the wind tunnel indoors. I, that's what I enjoy better because you can focus on your form um, rather than outdoor. You only have so much time to fall. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> like there's there's been like every time I jump, dude, like I, I feel that for sure. Dude, like is my parachute going to work? I don't know. You know what I mean? There's that. There's that. There's that. There's that. There's that like, Yo. there's that feel. There's that feel. Yo. I, but hold on. Hold on. I, I'm, but like, like I said, man, there's, but I, I like, I, that's a whole nother story. I pat my parachute to the T and if I mess up a lick, like if, it, if it's supposed to be here and it's accidentally here, F that dude, I'm restarting. I'm going to repat this thing from the square. Right. Not necessarily because you have to, you really don't like you, but it's, you're just meticulous yeah. and methodical. Why not? And I'm still sitting here. And you're still sitting there. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you want to sit there again. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude, there's definitely a fear factor. And like when you step up to the 114, uh, right before the 114, I called my dad and I was like, hey, man, like, I'm just going to be respectful to you. Let you know what's up. I'm about to do my highest jump to date. This is my choice. Like, I'm not asking you to freak out. And I actually entered the conversation like that. Right. And I right, said, right. I said, hey, pop, like. This is about to go down. I'm just being respectful to you. Let you know what's up. Like in about 20 minutes when it's all over, I'm either going to give you a call and let you know I'm clear or I'm going to head to the hospital. And that's just like, it is what it is. Um, I have to like, as an extreme, a professional extreme sports athlete, like I have to hit that realm sometime. You know, there's only a handful of people um, that only jump a hundred feet. Like Red Bull is shy of a hundred feet. There's a reason why, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that stuff is dangerous, man. Um, uh, where like in the Olympics there, there's high diving and I'm jumping over three times that height. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. it on four. Um, but, uh, anyways, man, it's just, uh, right before that jump, I just, like I said, I called my dad and I felt this like, all right, five, uh, I'll jump in five minutes. And then I'll, I just said it again, uh, like five minutes passed and I'm like med- meditating on this thing and I'll jump in five more minutes. How many people were there? Um, I got a squad of like seven and two of them being fire trained firefighters down at the bottom just in case stuff goes down Right, and they need to swim me out and and backboard me and stuff Um, wasn't much then it was just Little group. Yeah, dude. You yeah. don't you don't need the hype. You don't need the hype because a hype is gonna overwhelm me, man Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is like um, it's a first time and like the first time you're you know you're doing anything new. You don't need a huge audience, man. And it's it, cause it's going to overhype you and it's going to get your, you get your excitement and not your fear factor up. And you need to focus on one man. It's your life. You don't need to focus yeah. on. You, I mean, listen, you're going to do this and it's going to be gnarly. And like, 
you don't need to be focused on other people thinking you're cool. You right. need to focus on your heartbeat. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so you're, you're like, I'm sure you've, you've gotten really in, accustomed to your breathing and getting for grounded sure. for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and that, that's got to play into this. Yeah, dude. Before you even approach the rock. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's super important to take your, take your breath very seriously. Um, and like I was saying with the whole five minutes, five minutes more, five yeah, minutes yeah, more. Yeah. And I actually cut myself off. I was like, why am I waiting? Like, I'm going to have to hit this eventually. Like, let's do it now. And I just like, I yelled at everybody. All right, go time. Let's do this thing. And everybody's like, Oh snap. Like it's like, happening. Like, oh, for real? Like yeah. it, actually on like one of the extended GoPro clips, I've not really ever posted it, but it's like, like, Oh snap. Like this guy's actually like when I step up to the plate, <laughs> they're like, they're like, Oh, like, yo, like record. make sure it's yeah, going. Yeah. Like let's, let's do this thing. Like, like, um, people thought it, this thing is all hypothetical. I'm jumping until you step up to the plate and you're like, Oh snap! Like this shit is about to get real, man. Like and man, Stoke Stoke gets beyond belief, bro. And like I'm just getting pumped thinking about it. You know, you get the whole crowd. Five, four, three, two, one. Send it! And then, just, dude, adrenaline, bro, kicks right. in, dude. Now I'm getting you, chills thinking about when it, man. You're, when, okay, so right when you just when you jump off. What's the time factor um, in, in, in your mind compared to when you watch it back later? Does it slow down? Does it speed I don't, up? I don't focus on time. I focus on where I am. Total present in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so time like, almost stops. Yeah. In a I way. It's just not even like you're not even perceiving it. I'm not focused on the time. I'm focused on where I am physically and meaning at like what this is my head. What? area am i at and i need to physically understand that in order to time it perfectly to go in up and down and that's what that's what it comes into the heartbeat and the breathing like you were going into in the first place right. it's like and i've stepped down from stuff dude for sure like i've um there's some like i'm not good at rope swings um and like there's some gnarly rope swings out there like that i just haven't hit and probably won't ever hit just, just they're a little weird yeah, they are. Yeah, because we used to jump at. We, there's a spot at uh, Jordan Lake, and it was like nothing, man. It was like I don't know, 15 feet or whatever. Yeah, and um, actually, one of my friends. I mean, one of my friends did not uh, bail and slammed right right into the rocks. It was bad, man. It yeah, was dude. it was horrible. Did he not like go in time? He just swing back or something. Didn't didn't let go. <laughs> Don't let go. Didn't let go. Um, and uh, slammed right into the rocks and fell. Dang. And it was it was it, he got very lucky. Yeah, Dang, gnarly. Definitely put a damper on the day. That was that was it. And I think like the, the my other friend's parents were there and they just shut it down. I was like, yeah, no, it's bad. Dang. But anyway, they 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 are a little weird. Yeah, for sure. Why is that? I mean, I, mean, I just because you're not. I mean, for in my instance, I'm I'm focused on jumping off of a still surface, right? That I that I have control over, and not necessarily like you're swinging, and you have to know like when is the apex of it, and when are you gonna let go? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and then there's all like the 
you know, how the angle yeah, the, and, and how so many hit. factors that I just yeah. don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it goes into a fear factor again. Like, am I, am I wise enough to do this? And it's like, I'm out guys. Like I'll do something gnarly later, but like not this. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So skydiving real quick. You started getting into that when 18. Like, okay. So right after high school. Yeah. Um, just because, right? I mean, yeah, why not? Dude, come on now. Like something like me, like adrenaline, like when you think of adrenaline, like if you look up adrenaline on you on YouTube, skydiving is one of the first five videos that comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like that's that's the dream, dude. It's like, bro, jump out of a moving aircraft. Duh. You know, like you gotta at least check how, out your how bucket many, list. How many feet are you jumping out of? I mean, um, what is the it standard like? is like twelve to fourteen thousand feet. You you pull your parachute at like so you can breathe normally up there for sure okay yeah pretty easily okay um I mean you breathe normal in an airplane when you fly well yeah I mean it's pressure yeah treated though right so yeah I mean yeah to a certain extent <laughs> you're still pop yes yeah so it's yeah. all it's all has to do with pressure really okay um uh but uh and then you pull your parachute about like three thousand feet so you're falling for about ten thousand feet yeah five how fast does that go by um a couple of minutes. Uh, no, actually, quite quite fast. Every thousand feet, about five seconds. You're cooking, dude. Yeah, you're cooking. Terminal velocity. So you're going, what are you What are you going then? A hundred miles an hour? Um, terminal velocity. It, it's it's kind of beyond me. I don't really understand it too much. But terminal velocity is the whole thought process. Bowling ball, feather, drop off a right, yes. go the same speed kind of thing. So you can only go as fast as basically gravity will let you. Yes. Um. So there's terminal velocity, 120 miles an hour, um, but like you can, if your if your belly's like this, if you're you know more surface area, but if you stand up, like I've hit 200, like stand, sitting straight up, just you cook, yo, yeah, and let me tell you, that goes back to this, dude, you're killing me, Matt. Yeah. 200. Yeah, you got like 200. A, dude, yeah, dude, wingsuits go minimum of like 220. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Like when they when they get full speed, when they're fully inflated, um, when like not necessarily Are those the guys that jump off the the Right, 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 right. And you see like a you see like a I've never done that by the way, but you see the yeah. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keyword. Like hey, they taught me twenty twenty one. I know you. Yeah. I know you too well. I'll, I'll clock in for it, but I won't stay there, bro. That that's how you die. For real, that's like that, that stuff is a whole other animal, right? Yeah, like a typically like a, every my statistics are going to be a little off, but typically like one in every like five hundred skydivers, active physical skydivers, will like die. Um, one out of five hundred, which is pretty good odds. I mean, that's considering like come on, think about cars. Like, there's more uh, you're, more accidents right for sure. Then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you're more likely to drive 500 times and get in an accident than I am to jump 500 times and get in an accident. Skydiving. For sure. Wow. Yeah. You're more likely to crash than I am more likely to die wow. or get hurt. Um, th- uh, statistically speaking, um, when you're talking wingsuit base, which is when the people are, s- the wingsuits off of the cliff, um, that's one and a two. One to two. Yeah. One to two. Yeah. So like there's, there's people, man, that's you, you clock in, clock out real quick. It just depends on if you want to clock in or clock out. How do you, how do you even slow down? Um, you that? don't, you don't. I mean, yeah, you just pull your parachute and that slows you down. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I so got it's you. not really like a, 
you know, it, you go, so really you go from you go from zero to two hundred plus real quick, and then you slow down. But yeah, same thing with skydiving, and it's honestly super peaceful. That's a big common misconception about skydiving, which is why a lot of people don't do it. Is this is a huge? I love telling people this because a lot of more people skydive because of it. Is be, um, two things about skydiving: when you jump out of the plane, there's no like gut feeling um, because you're jumping as fast as you're physically able to jump you for example opposite is if you go to like a carnival ride you right they drop you they drop you and they pull you the the ride is the ride is physically dropping right. you're not dropping right right so the reason why there's a heart wrench is because your body wants to fall at one speed and the ride is falling at a different speed so when you're you're going to the top and the ride drops, you still want to be right here and fall, but it's pulling you down, which is why it has that heartfelt jump, right? You feel me? Oh, yeah. I don't like those. I, I don't like any... I, dude, I'm not a heights person at all. <laughs> like, That's so funny. <sighs> um, but so there's no, there's no heart drop, nothing. It's just like you jump off a diving board, you know, you just jump. It's not really like it's just as much as a heart drop as this is. It's really like, there's not like any like goosh, there's nothing of that. Wow. And then when you stop, when you pull your parachute, there's no like a, there's not like well, any it's graceful, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. super graceful, dude. It's like super peaceful and like, it really is. You know, you know what I think would really trip me out huh. is when the parachute goes up mm. and you slow down Yep. and you're just like dangling and it's like. Like to me, that's what would trip me out more right. than actually jumping and going fast. Because right, right. then it's like, oh man, now I got to sit here for fifteen minutes and deal with looking down. It's right, like, I, dude. I, you I hear would... something gnarly, and the only thing that's holding you in. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely, okay, dude. That, absolutely, like, psychologically, for sure, dude. Okay. It freaks me out too. But like, ah, dude, okay, all right. Because like in in simple terms, there's really only like two carabiners just holding you in. Don't, dude, don't tell me this stuff because I'm, yeah. I'm never going to, like, I always thought about maybe doing it once or twice. Yeah. That doesn't help me. And like, dude, like it, it's, it's hard to do it. And it, it it's basically, oh, it's basically factory sealed carabiners where it's like the whole magician loops kind of thing. Right, right, um, right, right. And, but it's factory sealed. Like you can't pull it, but that's basically what it is. Just two rings. Yo. Yeah. It's like when you get on a plane and you really think about like, okay, there's like a million plus parts holding this thing together. Yep. This thing's, this, this bitch is going down this runway, going up. We're going 35,000 feet in the air for 500, 600 miles an hour for five to six hours cross country. And we're going to land. Right. Absolutely. And we're going to do it more accurately than, than car crash statistics. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't get it. I'm actually super self-conscious. I'm super self-conscious in in regular planes because I like if if shit goes wrong, dude. Like, I don't have control of this. Like, mm. I have to. Like, mm. I would much like when you have the freedom. Just same thing with same thing with uh, freedom of choice. To I'm so serious, dude. Like same thing with same thing with packing your own parachute. There's a there's a threshold you make where like you want every you want the professionals to pack your own parachute, and like. If a professional could pack my parachute or I could pack my parachute, all day me. All day. I am not as good, but I can guarantee you I care more about my life than they do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, same thing with the plane. It's like, yo, if you crash in like in a in a skydive plane, like I can do something about it. Because you got the parachute. Yeah, I can you like just jump out. For sure. When you when you take when you 
when a skydive plane now there is skydive plane accidents where where jumpers go down and it's not good but when a plane takes off the wind the the door is pretty close to being open just in case something goes wrong and people just fall out but people meaning fall out and they pull okay yeah um because there's choice dude um some and some drop zones or jump sites they say like you're like the the pilot is actually wearing a parachute as well just in case you know right why if, not yeah i mean <laughs> yeah why not um but yeah <sighs> wow uh, okay so l- let's go back to the 114 jump let's go and, and talk about maybe the first time you skydived when you land i mean what just what it's probably an indescribable feeling but just the feeling of when you hit the 114 and yeah and the first the first skydive yeah so okay so stepping up to the 114 i did a double front flip half twist so i did a front flip into like a cartwheel motion and when you're doing a cartwheel um, the reason why my ending move was a cartwheel is because when you're doing a cartwheel you can see the ground the whole time right you get what i'm saying so i'm looking at the water the whole time and i'm aware where the water is and where i'm at so that's why, and I can time it better if I'm looking, rather than if you're doing a front flip or a back flip as your last motion, you're blind at some point because you don't see the water the whole flip. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Cool. So I do a front flip basically into a round off or a, a cartwheel. That um, That's my like 114 flip. And as soon as I hit, I hit and I thought three things. And I honestly haven't thought of that about this in a second. So uh, for <laughs> three things is holy crap i just did that second thing is i'm alive third thing is let's freaking do this again wow yeah oh man dude bro let me tell you there is you have never felt more in live in your entire life i i swear to you you've you have never felt that in your entire life the bro like free falling i probably never will free 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 falling (laughs) for more feet than like then you know red bull is huge red the name red bull is is elite right Mm -hmm. free falling for more time than these professional athletes are doing that's gnarly and making it yeah yeah and surviving yeah you know um i'm very sensitive to the topic and i necessarily i I haven't really found a good way talking about it um but like these are heights that like people people get hurt man like the bridge i jumped like i said i'm not I don't really know how to enter this conversation, but like that, like the bridge I jumped is a suicidal bridge. Like people jump there, like yeah. for su- like a month before I jumped. Um, there's that. There's like during my jump, there's like a memorial to the side of it, like for somebody that like like a 16 year old that just jumped and like took his life. Yeah. Um. So like this, these these are like this isn't something to play with, man. And this is not something that you listen to this podcast and all of a sudden you want to get into it, like. There's like, I'm 22. There's years of preparation involved into this thing, man. Um, you know, like, and I, I, I'm one of the best there is like, that's like, um, because that's all I do. You know what I mean? And I, I, I eat, breathe and sleep this stuff and it's adrenaline. It's airtime, man. That's what I just, everything comes down to that airtime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of my friends call me a professional kid, you know, just man, just having fun, dude. Yeah, just taking wow. taking whatever you did as a kid. Everybody's cliff jump, dude. From with whether it's from your 
from your uh, friend's lake house dock or, you know, it's off of um, a quarry nearby, mm-hmm. you know, some, everybody's jumped out off of the boat into the water. Some, everybody has had airtime. I'm just taking your childhood dream into the extreme. It's a great slogan. Like, yeah, the first Did time you just I said come it. up with that. Yeah. Taking you your childhood. What is that? What is that? Taking your well, childhood. Well, it's recorded, so we'll have to go back. <laughs> Take your childhood dream. To um, the extreme. To the extreme. I'm going to change that to my Instagram bio. <laughs> I like that, man. So full-time traveling. Yeah. Talk, you, got, you got a couple of like good, quick, just, you, you know, travel stories. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, man, gosh, dude. Um, Something goes just like totally wrong, you know. um dude the the one that comes to mind is kind of what everything how how my uh how my community all started i've always by the way all because i'm a diver and i went to i woke up went to school until you know 2 30 drove immediately to duke trained until 8 p.m went to sleep you know did homework whatever went to sleep and repeat i didn't really have besides my occasional girlfriend i like didn't really have friends you know, I just like, um, I just, I just didn't. So I really struggle with community and like, I've actually told, I have like two or three really close friends mm-hmm. and I've kind of told them growing up, like straight up, I kind of give up on community. I'm not even going to try to have friends anymore because it's, it's just hard, dude. And all of a sudden, like this whole community hits me a cliff jumping and it's like, yo, this is family, man. Like this is what's up. like. I am literally entering my 2020 with more friends and more connections and more people that I would give my life than than I have in my entire life. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Literally, and I don't know any of them by the way. They're all on from Instagram. They like, like I got uh, quick shout outs. I got Ben. I got I got John. I got Brandon, and they're all in different states. You know, like right. people are in, you know, I got a crew in El Salvador right now. I got a huge crew in California, Massachusetts, um, Connecticut. I got every, everybody's around. And I got Jacob down in Florida, which I'm going to go see at the end of the month. Like people are just everywhere. And I literally wouldn't have known that wouldn't have met them if it wasn't for social what, media. It wasn't for the, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was supposed to live out of my car for two weeks and travel with a bunch of buddies, um, and cliff jump and stuff like that, which is part of that one fourteen tour, by the way. Um, wow. Uh, and, uh, I finished my summer working sales, um, in mid August and I was supposed to do from August 15th to September 1st, you know, live in my car, bum it out. I've never done that before. Um, but bumming out and just like have some fun with, for two weeks, you know, and then take my time across country and do it. And I had so much fun, dude. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if you knew this. I lived out of my car for two months. Wow. Yeah. Two, wow. No, no shower. I just, the, cause the waters are so clear up North. Yeah. You, you know, fresh, fresh water, all natural soap. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And you got your, you know, deodorant, whatever. Yeah. And dude, two months living in my Hyundai Santa Fe <laughs> with a, with a mattress, with a twin mattress that was too big. So I cut it in half. <laughs> So I'm slipping on a half mattress, half twin, half twin. Um, <laughs> it's, it's perfect cuddle, um, perfect cuddle uh, practice. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, <laughs> I just had all the seats down and I had like one of those Walmart three plastic drawers in the back and that was about it and lived out of that. Wow, man. Yeah, dude. All of uh, the second half of August, all of September, a little bit of October. 
That's cool. Yeah, dude, it was so rad. What for food? What was it? Were you guys usually just? Um, we found this all natural. Um, or I don't know if it's all natural, but it didn't have to be refrigerated jelly. Um, it was kind of do a champagne jelly. If you can find it, I've only seen it in California, in Tahoe. But it's it's um it's uh strawberry jelly, but it's preserved with champagne, which means you don't have to freeze it. Wow. Or, or sorry, refrigerate it when yeah, it's yeah, opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, you know, PB&J is the move, um, but it's not the move if you had to refrigerate, you know, the gotcha. PB. Gotcha, gotcha. But I didn't have a, you know, cooler. But yeah, that, um, a lot of just like... Um, protein bars, maybe. Or yeah, protein bars. Um, uh, and... Uh, a fruits. Cake. Um, yeah, fruits, but you, like, you buy them, you buy them and you eat them just then because it goes so bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, dude, grocery, grocery shopping like every two or three days kind of thing. So. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Can <laughs> food, cans of food, and throw them on top of the fire. Open right. whenever you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not? You know, I, I've got to. I've got to ask this just because <laughs> you, you brought it up earlier. But uh, <laughs> girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's got to be some sort of parallel here that you can make between success with women and heights and jumping and risk there's got there's got to be something Uh, elaborate more i don't know man like there's got i don't know playing to win playing the win playing to win yeah perhaps i mean yeah dude um you know i i mean i can i can talk about how to how to dissect a girl all day and like how to dissect their um uh, what they're thinking all day. Like I can like literally the psychology for sure, dude. I actually think it's a huge fun game. Um, but like, uh, I, yeah, man, that's a, that's a whole nother story. Um, but I, there's not a single girl on the East coast that can keep up with my speed. Not a single girl. I doubt it. Cause every, everybody's out venturous, whatever is out West. Yeah. And I just like, I'm actually, you know, moving van life as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a Mercedes sprinter van, doing it all up, you know, through six or seven thousand dollars into upgrades from solar, bed, stove, wow, oven, cool. water, etc. It's gonna be super awesome. Um hopefully gonna be out west by Valentine's Day. Um and start snowboarding out and catch the end of snowboard season out west. And uh yeah man, it's just uh I, I there's there's just not many girls out here, dude, that are, you know, you know, passionate about life in general, you know, um, a combination of these passionate about life, you know, that are, that are willing to move, not necessarily physically, but like, just like mentally as quick as I am, you know, there's not, I'm not trying to, you know, Netflix and chill. I'm trying to jump out of a freaking airplane, yo. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's there's not, it's a different set of values just for sure. Different, uh, for sure. And everybody here, like in style. Raleigh's like, let's watch a movie on a date. It's like, bro, let's just go like find some waterfall to jump off of or something, right. you know, or like not even that, just like, um, like live life. Like, why do you got to stay in your room? Yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole world out there for sure. Dude, whole world out there, dude, repeat that one freaking whole time. That's, that's a, people don't understand that man. Whole world out there, man. I'm, it's it's like and and in the music world too you just you, you go anywhere and here and here's the thing you could probably attest to this your community the ju- the extreme community right it's family it's like Absolutely. the music community you walk in nobody's seen you before you go play and 
you got friends immediately yeah who are also into the same thing so i'm all about that like those little niche yeah circles of of influence and you know uh, it's just great man i'm i'm so stoked for you and with what you've got going on Thanks, any, any like future plans in the next few years as far as like where you want to go with this because you're doing this yeah ba- basically full-time i mean aside yeah. from still doing the the business stuff but yeah, yeah. sales. i basically because of sales i've basically been able to put my life i don't want to say on hold but i've basically been able to put my life like and live like i said as a professional kid and not really work most of the year right um because I just I, I don't have to I've taken all that all that sales money I've just transferred it over to fun stuff you know what I mean my whole um, you know money is everything dude and I I've been rich and like it's not a it's not like and I I, I work so hard where my bank account is bigger than most people's you know average income for a whole year and it's just like I don't care about that dude I really don't hmm. it's just like I dude I could tell you so much how I don't care about that. Like I used to hardcore, hardcore, um, surrounded by people that like money is like, you know, you know, build for your future family, do this, do that, do the other, whatever, invest and all this. It's like, bro, like I'm 22 years old. Like I'm going to go experience life, yo. Like for real, like, and with sales, like, and with business majors like us, like you can always make money. Like money, money will come and go quicker than my last girlfriend. Like, it's like, bro, it's, it's so, it's so, um, uh, lucrative the, the, you know, that you don't have to like dwell on it, man. Like just be, you know, that's great stuff. You should, have you heard of Eckhart Tolle, the author? Um, no, I haven't. I'm going to show you a book before you leave. Cool. Um, uh, it's called the power of now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, very sobering and it's similar to what you just said uh, yeah. you just kind of wrapped it up i mean you probably don't even need to read it but you would you would you would you would enjoy it yeah i probably respect it a lot yeah yeah i think i think you'd, you'd find some cool stuff in there um so yeah just be yeah dude That's just good yeah dude just be and like same thing with the same thing with you know when you're taking these you know extreme extreme events and what i do uh, you know gnarly stuff whether you know uh Man, just it, just be in the moment, man, and, and and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like when you're stepping up to the plate of a huge waterfall, like you just gotta. You can't just. I, I was there's a lot of younger guys that like that look up to me and they and they ask me how I do it. As I I say, basically, you got ten things that you're stressing about life, whether it be school, work girls um you know your mom your dad your your maybe your mom's sick or something like that take all of that energy and put it in this little ball and focus on that one dive and like i kid you not if you can take all the stress that you're thinking about in your entire life and i that's what i say to like i I coach kids occasionally diving and i just like some of them i i look at them I, i go and they have that mentality that i've talked to them before it's like all that energy, bro. Like they think, you know, whatever their dive they're about to do is so hard. It's their hardest dive, bro. I kid you not. If you take all the stress of your entire life and everything that you're constantly working on, um, you know, from homework, tests, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and put it all into that ball of like, this is what I'm focusing on. And I'm not like, I, I love you're my making a choice. Absolutely. Like one, one of the biggest things I say is like, I love my mom to death, but it's like, when you're doing that, dude, F my mom, like, 
take that energy, bring it here and do this thing. You know what I mean? And then as soon as, right. you, as, soon as you're done, you can execute on everything else. So well said. Yeah. I got one last thing for you. Two, two uh, quick things. So this is called the shootout section, which is basically um, I've got like 10 words and you just kind of like say the first sentence or phrase that comes to mind. Okay. Really simple. Rad. Um, air. Flips. Jump. Um, skydiving. Water. Freedom. Sports. Hobbies. <laughs> Fear. Present. Wow. That's cool. Joy. Um, happiness, man. Yeah. yeah. Height. Freedom again. <laughs> GoPro. Um, future. Cool. Um, iPhone. Overrated. Oh, so you're at Sa- your Samsung now? Huh? No. Oh. I just think, I, I actually I actually love iPhones. I just think like whole technology man and people being oh, like okay. So people, you're the people umbrella be, of people technology. Being consumed. Yeah. Dude. I just want to say technology. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, audience. You gotta respect them. You gotta you gotta understand what they're what they're going through, and and not necessarily because this is what I'm trying to. We kind of talked about this over the phone, yeah. And during our uh, what we wanted to get accomplished tonight uh, is that like not necessarily what everything I think is cool is not necessarily what the audience thinks is cool, mm-hmm. and you gotta play to that. Ditto. Flips. Forever. Business. Mm, that's a hard one, man. Because um, there's there's so much. Yeah, there's so much that goes into that. Whether it be whether it be my future accounting stuff, um, whether it be sales, whether it be this, whether it be when I'm going into the business, this like that's what I would like to do is like be a full time athlete and get paid by people like GoPro, people, people like Red Bull or something mm-hmm. like that. Big companies that like want to sponsor me and like throw me cash and do cool shit. You know, one of my, one of my huge, um, uh, influencers, he hates that I call him a mentor, so I won't call him a mentor, but, um, like, uh, <laughs> huge, uh, um, uh, uh, role models, a huge role model of mine, Mike Wilson says, you know, I just want to do cool shit, get paid for it. And that's yeah. like, that's such, that's like, that's it, dude. That's it's, it. That's like, do cool shit, get paid for it. Like, and I was like. Mike, how, how do I, how do I get people to like recognize me? That's it. Do cool shit, get paid for it. Like if you consistently put out rad content, something will hit. That's it. Perseverance. Yeah. Persistence. Absolutely. And just like Gary V says, you know, like if I don't have anything to post, like post me drinking a water bottle. Cause like posting something is better than not posting at all. But if you can like physically like if you have talent like we do, like post rad shit and like something will get noticed. It might not be now, but like something that you recorded last year and posted last year for some reason will get amped by something else and somebody will repost that 
from a year ago that that should have been in the garbage because quote unquote the garbage because it's not relevant anymore. Right. But for some reason it reamped and that's what goes viral. Interesting. Yeah, dude. Well, and oh, so this that's crazy because the next one I had was time. It's of the essence, Bam, but at the same time, it's like you got to be there. Um, you got to be there. That's so complicated. You got to be. <laughs> you got to be in the time. You got to be in the now, but respect the future. Right. Yeah, yeah, and under respect the future, understand the past. And forgive the past, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three more for you. Risk. <laughs> Lots of it. Sales. Cash flow, man. Yeah. Content. Every day. Got to do it, man. Yep. That's how you win, dude. Like the the thing, and I don't understand it. Don't even ask me to go deeper because I <clears throat> I don't know I don't know how to. But like the whole thing you now I, is you like and I both. It is everybody's obsessed with like TikTok now and like that's so like beyond me um, yeah i i don't even i haven't even like downloaded the platform i, I, really? I don't even know what's yeah i don't even know what's going on <laughs> but uh <laughs> but they, they say like the the TikTok algorithm is like if you're if you post like nine things you're like ninth thing is more likely to get views because of the algorithm so it's like if you constantly post it like sometimes people post like literally nine sips of water bottle and like the ninth set will most likely go viral for mm. some reason, whatever. And this is all hearsay. I don't really understand it. You know, there's so high, so they're allegedly rewarding uh, continuous continuous content. content. Correct. Interesting. Yep. Last question, as I drop my pen and mark my laptop, which is really old and just totally like this thing. This thing. I need, new, I need a new MacBook too, man. Oh yeah, I, I appreciate you trying to help me with the uh, oh, storage, storage utility yeah. problem. Like, yeah. dude, I've actually been trying to switch. I love Mac. Um, oh, me too. I, but I've been thinking about switching away um, for editing software, dude. It just like it mm. seems so slow to render stuff. It's uh, it depends on the RAM and depends on the the speed of the machine. You know, if you if you bump up the RAM, you'll probably do better uh, with it, but. Yeah, it's hard for me because in the creative world, Mac is just so staple, such a staple. Sure, you know it's, it's so hard easy. for me to get it away links from everything, it. bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But last question. Um, actually, wait a minute. I saw one more thing here. Let me ask you this real quick. When you're really, when you're really in a slump emotionally. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing that you go back to? So whether it's jumping, whether it's sales, whether it's life, whether it's girls, whether it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. When you when you really need to just pick your damn self up, what what's your go to? Just outside in general, dude. Like get okay. away. Like the, you said iPhone earlier. Just like get away from it, dude. Like yeah, there's no, there's no when you're when you're emotionally down, there's no Instagram and all that, everybody knows it. It's all everybody's highlights. There's no reason to look at other people's highlights when you're having a low light. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. So you're like, get out there and like go enjoy some air, do a couple push ups, and like that's about it, man. Like you just got to like, you got to be in the now and you got to respect the now and ex- re- respect those feelings and respect that like 
life can't always be perfect and like that's okay mm-hmm. but like do what you can in the in the best um you can do what you can in the now to like um you know provide yourself a better future it's like there's no reason to like look down upon yourself and just scroll hours and hours on the apps which i've done hundreds of times but like we're all guilty yeah dude and like but like why like, like, right. I like, mean, like literally like, I can't tell you how many times I've laid in bed and like scrolled on Instagram and like, I did that last night. Like I, I was scrolling down Instagram and I couldn't even tell you what I looked at last night. You know what I mean? Like you're like, ah, oh, five more minutes of it. And it's like, why? Like, it's not actually beneficial to your life. Yeah. Yeah. If you could go back in time to your 15 year old self, mm. give him advice from what you know now with your experiences, what would that be? I don't know, dude, because I would say like, I would say like, um, probably, uh, respect what you're going through, but this is not the end, but I probably wouldn't tell him everything because like, <laughs> I, I definitely get cocky too quickly. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to beat this sick dude, dude, gnarly stuff, man. It's like, I don't know what I would say. Um, I would probably have not taken the hiatus during college. I probably would have found a way to stay active. So it would have been better today. Um, but, uh, hmm. yeah. Um, I was also the worst one on the training team, the U S training team, worst one on the team. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's just like, and all the, all the cool guys that like my buddy, Andrew, um, Andrew Capobianco is going to Olympics and like that dude's gnarly. And he was on my team. I was like, Holy snap, crackle pop. Yo, like this is my homie. And like, he's going to represent these five rings. That's sick. You know? Um, but at the same time, he like comments on my stuff. It's like, dude, like, cause he does 10 meter stuff. He does, you know, 30 feet, but it's like professionally, you know, he's for team USA, man. Um, but it's cool because like he respects what I do differently. Right. Yeah. Right. That's great. Yeah, man. It's really cool. Um, so it, it, what I'm trying to say here is like, just because I was the worst, not doesn't mean that like I, uh, but I still had, I still had purpose there, which is like, they were good at diving. I'm good at airtime. Like I, like there's nobody on that team, not a single person. And like another one that's highly, highly, um, respectable by me. His name's James. Like James comments on my stuff. James has been diving since he was three and he comments on my stuff and he wouldn't even jump a 70 footer yet alone hit a single back off a 70 footer while I'm doing triple backs, you know, right. like there's, there's a difference between, you know, diving and legit high diving, like, like higher than 10 meters because that, that stuff's like life threatening, yo. Yeah. You don't need to convince me, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, 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 you breathe in or breathe out depending on how you, what your style, as soon as you jump off and like that could be your last breath, dude. Dude, res- respect it, man. You gotta respect it. You, if you respect it, it will respect you. So this is just terrible to bring this up, but it, what came to mind? He said, "I mean, it was like a real serious moment." Yeah. And then I heard in my mind, uh, <laughs> "One last breath" by Creed. You ever hear that song? Dude, I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna kill me. Bro. Half half the audience is like cracking up over this. I'll play it for you, and it's cool. like, yeah, it's just you know, rad. It's it's kind of like fifteen or twenty years old, but yeah, 
That's funny. I'll play for you. Cool. Um, last words, thoughts, anything? No, man. I just I, I respect the heck out of you for letting me come out here, oh, thanks, let me man. do this. Um, thanks for making the trip. Yeah, Glad dude. We were able so to do easy, it. man. Um, I know both our lives are busy, man. I hope I hope the best of the show. I hope the best with your music career, man. I I hope you figure out whether what you're gonna do, whether it be NC or NY, whatever you want, maybe CA. I don't really know, man. <laughs> Um, all right now it's all over. Yeah, dude. It's constantly dude, hustling. L- man, live in the moment, dude. That's no, it. no stress, man. Like there's no reason for it, dude. There's no, I was telling my mom this, she was stressing out today about some other stuff, but here's some huge life advice is if there's a fire going on in your life, um, it's okay to recognize it, but don't dwell on the fire and keep feeding it. Um, like if you, you know, if, if something, if I spilt this water all the table, I can recognize, okay, there's an issue here. There's water on the table. There's no reason to stress out. Like, even if there's electronics everywhere, we just mm-hmm. ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like we recognize like, okay, we just ruined everything that really sucks, but it's not going to help anything but sitting here for 30 minutes and stressing over it. And like, man, we ruined everything. Like, no dude, like my bad. I screwed up. You know, like we fix it. Solve the problem. Yeah, dude. Like you can acknowledge it, but don't dwell in that negativity. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you mess up, man, like move on. It's funny. You, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because in the creative world, the negativity is your fuel and there's a healthy way to use the fuel and there's a real unhealthy way to use the fuel but when you're able to channel it, things get really interesting. Right. Things get really, and, and it becomes your best song. It becomes your best performance. It becomes your best idea. For sure, man. I obviously negativity hurts, but negativity is like, bro, doubt me. Swear to Bob, dude, doubt me, because I'll I'll make sure it happens. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, dude, I am like, like I am absolutely stoked. If somebody says I won't do something, like. <laughs> you better bet I'm gonna about to do it right now. Like you know what I mean? Like and if I can't do it, I'm training. You know what I mean? If it's in my realm, you know, like like you can't play guitar. Yeah, you're right. I can't play guitar. <laughs> like, you know, but like but it's like you know, it, you doubt me in this like realm that I am like that I that I Your dwell. domain. Yeah, my domain, like you you about to, you about to come from my crown, like uh, let me show you. You know what I mean? Right. It's like and that's that's for sure pride, but it's like um Man, dude, that, that negativity does fuel you, like you said. Yeah. If you can channel it, it it's it, it's changes everything. Yeah. You know? For sure. It takes time to do that. For sure. Um, I wish I had more of the skills back when I was a teenager. But don't we all? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Description box. Um, send me all your links. I mean, I know absolutely. a lot of them, but... If you want to tell them real quick, and we can make this a promo as well. Just yeah, your yeah. Hand, I need, dude, I need to that. create a, a YouTube. I have done that. Yeah, yeah. I really haven't. Yeah. Um, I'm going down to Florida. I'm just giving my buddy Jacob and a couple other buddies around the country are going down to Florida to sesh, clip jump in stuff later this month. Um, and I'm actually, that's going to be my first YouTube. Um, but cool. my, my biggest platform um, is Instagram for sure. Uh, yep. Seth underscore Coley. Um, S-E-T-H underscore C-O-L-E-Y. We'll have the link in the description box. Yeah. Um, and I have a feeling the next time we see each other, it's probably it's probably not going to be in the state. 
Yeah, man. It's just no, gonna I, be like, yeah. Oh, you're, you're in Florida. I'm in Florida. Oh, you're in New York. I'm in New York. Yeah, know? dude. If if it's in our luck, maybe out of the country. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. Thanks, everybody. You guys know what to do. And uh, uh, yeah, great time. Great discussion. Heck yeah. Go follow this guy. Catch you on the flip. We'll see you later.